call is being recorded. Hi, Chioma here. And I'm Mita. We're cousins and good friends who decided to turn our hours-long weekly phone calls into a podcast. Come into the room. Our open conversations are now open to you. In partnership with our friends at Yawa, this is Are You Me? Wow. People do not even know that this Chioma baby is like this. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh wow! See, that's why I try to warn people because people be like, "Oh, you're so nice." I'm like, especially, nah, I'm really I'm not a nice fr- person." Especially in our family, like, I I think they just they all just think you're like this nice Niger girl kind of vibe, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, good. Let's let it let your yash open. Let my rep be restored." Because <laughs> my own rep, my own rep, I'm like, I don't even know what I did to deserve this. <laughs> but, wow look Mm. at this no but i mean hey you know i know how to act like i have home training that's honestly and that's the thing is really (laughs) this is the thing that they actually need to do for for girls if we're gonna carry on this way what you need to tell girls isn't that they need to have home training is that they just need to know how to act like they have home training (laughs) Be, be free to be yourself but know that you have to have it in your arsenal of things that you can execute that you need to be able to act like you have home training like i yeah. wish that was the message i got at home where they were just like please okay fine do your nonsense but know that shasha if you're going outside you have to be able to pattern in this way but obviously feel free to be yourself at home i feel like even my mom realizes that i'm not particularly a nice person <laughs> um, i think your mom might be a bit scared of you my mom told me she was well, scared my dad of was a, my dad was scared of me my uncle wants my late uncle wants to me that my dad was terrified of me. Um, I, I've and, never been, and he should be. I've, I've never been very nice, but like I, because, but I t- sometimes things will happen, and I told my mom, I'm just like, these people are very lucky that I actually have home training because if not, like, is my home trainer actually holding Holy me back, back from what our will ask with you people? Because if I switch it for you people now, you people not like I'm like you people are looking at me, but I'm not this like you people. I, I told my mom, I'm like you know me, like you know. Like, Oluchuku is the nicest of us. Like, you people should go and play with him. Don't play with me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play with me. And so, like, my mom knows me. Because things happen sometimes. I'm like, are these people, I hope they're not mad. I'm like, like, if they don't want me to change it for them. Because I'm actually not that very nice. Like, I, but a lot of things, you know, my home train just be holding me back. Sometimes it's very upsetting. I'm like, I I actually wish I didn't care. Actually, yeah. I, sometimes you're like, you want to just wild out a bit. I really do. <laughs> and so, like, and so, like, usually it's not even about me because I tell my, I, I think, again, me and my mom talked about it this week. Like, I'll tell you this, but let me, like, we talked about it this week. Like, last time we were going to Nigeria, Oltruko and I were thinking of going to Shagam just to go and visit the farm. Mm-hmm. Not because I wanted to. And again, just it was really respect. because of her, out of respect. Like, but again, it wasn't really respect for them. It was really about her, mm-hmm. right? Because you know how all these things reflect. It yeah, doesn't, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain they to anybody say, who's Nigerian. They will say Falaka's children. Right, exactly. So I don't, because last, last, I don't care what any of them think about me. Mm-hmm. I actually don't, right? But at the end of the like, I, I guess I don't want them to think badly of her. Like, you get what I mean, Sha, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So it was really about her. But then she was just like, uh, if people are thinking about going for me, I'd not send you. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it won't be me who goes. Won't be doing that then. Um, but like a lot of the things that my home train is holding me back from is really not about me because I don't care mm. that much about what your opinion 
Yeah. And it was people, but it's really just about the whole family dynamics yeah. and blah, blah, I think there's blah. Some, there's also a, a lot of like, not wanting to hear word. Yeah. Like, I think for me, there's a lot of things I do that are just like, okay, I'm just going to make sure I make an appearance at this place, this place, and this place. Because I don't want to hear word. It seems like a small sacrifice for peace of mind mm-hmm. and just peace. And just, again, no one wanting to hear a word. But the reason why, like, it's easy to free some of these things is because you always, like, there's always word to be heard. Yeah. You hear word that you never anticipated. It was like... When me and my sister wore those short dresses to the yeah. engagement. Why did we wear the short dresses? Because somebody ruined your dress. Very good. So back in 2016, I went to England um, to attend my cousin's wedding. I was part of the bridal party. And so we had, you know, matching outfits, Ashrobi vibes. Um, and one of the outfits that was made for us didn't fit well so we had to kind of in a very short space of time find an alternative option and the option ended up causing a bit of a kerfuffle because it was um a little shorter than some people would have preferred you sewed something that we literally could not wear and everybody was the thing that annoyed me is everybody was at the fitting to see how we could not wear the dress now we have less than 24 hours to find something that is white and blue to match everything that's happening that to wear to the wedding. What did we find that I could afford with my literal, like I was making pennies back then and my sister wasn't making any money. So it's not like we had money to spend on it. We found the one that we could afford to wear under such short notice. Story, story, story goes all the way. The story went to Nigeria before it even came back to us. <laughs> From people who were in the same room about oh we shouldn't be wearing this we shouldn't be wearing that i'm like we paid you to sew something proper if you sewed it properly we would have won it but alas here we are everybody has figured out their way like i had already flown all my hours to come to attend this wedding everybody has done all their parts and this is the one that you want to be now shouting up and down about clothes yeah my friend the good thing about it was this was one of those times that my dad supported us. Not, not, that, not, that, we needed, not that we needed him to, because, but because to be fair, like, nobody's having this conversation with me. I'm like, I can't have, I don't have anything to, and the, and the, the other part of that is, I'm not even someone, it, something like, like clothing length is one of those things that, for my, is one of those things I generally don't like to hear what about. So, so for my own peace of mind, in general, if I'm attending like a Nigerian thing or whatever, I'll just size everything properly because I actually don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. So especially knowing that in myself and knowing that like this is actually a product of an exceptional circumstance because it's not even reflective of what I would usually pattern myself to do. So now here you come and open your mouth. I was so unwilling to hear <laughs> anything. But that wedding scenario, it, the way it worked out was kind of interesting because I actually think it also changed change the opinion of yeah i was like, gonna family. ask that like, that's kind of what i was gonna ask you about that because i feel as if <laughs> your i think you mentioned like your reputation like your guys reputation understand? is like in the family might not be the greatest meanwhile like compared to like like us like our me and my siblings reputation in a way and i'm, I'm curious if you found that to be quite freeing 
in like in a sense like well these people don't really expect much of me anyway not like expects in terms of like what you do like career wise or you know that's not what i mean right i think like i don't think i found it freeing because for a long time it just felt like i don't i didn't even understand what you were doing to deserve it like Mm -hmm. i remember being outright told that like i was spoiled while i was in the kitchen assisting somebody cooking like you know what i mean like i'm like like it's not like i'm doing anything that is reinforcing it's not like oh you think i'm spoiled and then when i come to your house i just sit and watch television i don't help yeah it was like i'm not taking any actions that are reinforcing the thing that you think about me so why Mm -hmm. do you think this thing um yeah, like, I think I just, I don't necessarily find it freeing or not freeing. I just found it, I think for a while it was hurtful because of how untrue it was. Yeah. Like, it was just grounded in, like, a really false belief of who we were. And I'm like... Yeah, I definitely, like, before I knew you guys, like, I I mean, I think it's, like, everyone in the family is kind of floated around. Like, it just wasn't yeah, the best. Just, I, just, I don't know how to say it, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it just wasn't and, the best, like, like family yeah, reputation. Yeah, like, even this idea, like, there was this kind of idea of like us not being good kids. And I'm like, we haven't done anything to write home about. So I just wasn't understanding. And then I think some yeah. of it is even from being children of divorce too. I think we got looked, even within, within our family context, I think there was some yeah. looking down on us as like, oh, they, well, they grew up without their mother. Oh, well, they grew up mm-hmm. like, like, of course they would be like this because they didn't have this kind of training. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I, so we just, I, I think I, I've kind of always thought like one that just kind of how like you felt about that, because maybe for me it was a grass is greener type thing where there was a level of like this idea that people had being now an expectation and a need to live up to in the sense that, mm. like, I was just kind of like, hmm, I always just kind of thought, like, maybe for you, that would yeah. be free. Like, well, I, these people don't expect anything I think, anyway, I think so I think it. I think it is now in that, like, I, I don't feel the need to even show up to things in the same way. Like, I don't feel the need to be in the cousin group. I don't care what you think about me not being it. I, anybody I don't want to attend, I'm, I'm not going to attend it because it's not like you were trying to see me anyway and don't form. Like, anything you say, is, it will just be backhanded because you weren't trying to see me at it anyway you're just making a, a big deal mm-hmm. of it for no reason here's the freeing elements like part of the reason i can now kind of lean into that stuff is you already have such your, your view of me is already a certain kind of way so like let's carry on then it just goes back to the way i like to do things is i have decided this is important i'm going to now take an action and that action is sufficient for me and however else you feel, this is the one I can bring to the table and this is the one that mm-hmm. I can do. And so that's just how I pattern things with family members because I just, I just expect them to think. Bear in mind, like helping and organizing things is literally yeah. what I do all the time, wherever I am. Like, I'm like, by the way, this thing that you people are like, oh, this is just this is my actual personality that I've been executing this whole time that you have refused to accept or acknowledge. But I just don't wait for them, like, and I don't make my decisions on how I treat them based on how they, what they think, like, there's, like, I just don't think of it as a, I don't know, I just don't think too much about it, because I'm like, you can't, 
there's just so many things about people you can't change. You can't change how they see you. You can't change what they think of you. You can't change whether people love you. You can't change how they feel about you. So like, why? This honestly, this value, it just transfers even to like my romantic life. Once I just get the sense that you're not about it, I'm out. Because again, I can't make you, I can't make you anything. I can't make you like Mm -hmm. me. I can't make you think differently. And I'm not going to beg you. All I can do is pattern myself and say like i did me and that's all i ever tried to do so that's kind of how i deal with the family stuff and my biggest my biggest responsibility in my family is to my siblings that's also how i pattern myself the money i would gather to spend on my siblings is a definite like i don't know i don't i don't i i'm as you know i don't check my bank accounts which is how my gym was charging me all year (laughs) but like that's where my responsibility lies like whatever they need however i can help that one I'll always do. Like, that's the, the, that's the only relationship where I feel like I care what the, what the people I'm dealing with think of me. And I have a responsibility to, like, perform. I don't know, even, like, to even stretch myself in performance. Mm-hmm. Everything else. Again, especially when I deep, that these people are literally, like, the blood relation is like six point something percent. I'm like, get the oh, and and the worst is when it comes from the in law side. What is like, all what this? What is energy? all of this? Like, there's some things I'm just like I have my own ideals, and again, it's a challenge. I actually again goes back to what I've been thinking about a lot this week about like some of the things that I do and like how much I do based on who I am and how much I do based on like this indoctrination of like what it is to be a mm-hmm. good girl a good person but for better or worse like i think about it but the reality is like whether it is a product of a or a product of b it's who i am now yeah. and so i'm like i try to honor it as best i can and like some of the things especially earlier on with the par- with the view of us like some of it was really upsetting but at this point i'm like there's no that i just don't i don't actually think of them at all like they don't factor mm. and I just don't care about their opinions because like I think a lot about like when it comes to being an adult so much of it is like are you okay are you on your own two feet like e- even with parents whose opinions like obviously are a little bit more direct and more impactful like it's really hard for my even my own parents to come and start be talking to me anyhow now yeah because I don't need them in the same way or depend on them in the same way mm-hmm. as I would have. I make my own money. I live in a completely different city. I have my own home. Like, things don't fall apart without their presence. And I think the the more distant you are in that way, just the less of a say you can have. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, I know what... I know my own standard of behavior and I strive not to, like, repay evil with evil for lack of a better... But, you know, like, I, I try not to, like give them back what i feel like i've got the same energy there's no there's none of them that i wouldn't like try to honor like Mm -hmm. if they needed something from me or like needed help like i just can't think of any of them and especially with with most of the kids like i mostly have a good relationship with all of them so and i like that like i feel like our family i i don't think we have the same transference of some some of the negativity of that exists mm-hmm. in that previous generation towards each other and towards us or some yeah, of us i should God. say like thank god like 
Well, I just hope we, we, we just like need to do better just as a, as a society. I hope we do better. I think they were doing their best. In I many know, regards. I know, but like, I mean, clearly we realize now yeah. that some of these things. And I also sketch. think like we'll probably screw up in other ways. Oh, that yeah, we don't fact. realize big facts like big fact. i don't think that they necessarily realize the way because because i think of certain things that were important like i think of my dad um and for him like the way he grew up having lost our grandfather at like a young yeah. age he wanted to be and their mom being like and then yeah like not very present he wanted them. to be present like it was important to him that he was a part of our lives and so he insisted on that so like I think I think they saw like they my did mom was the same way. Yeah, like th- she would come to like prize giving day. She would always mm. be there. She was like very so even even things like the only hobby I had then really was acting, mm-hmm. right? Like I remember that like my mom would if I needed something like some random ashoke or beads or whatever for some acting yeah. thing, she would come. She would bring them. Like when I say all, all my teachers knew my mom literally because she was that <laughs> present. Like she was. Even my friends, like they knew. My, if my mom comes, like they say, people already know who she is, and we were shouting my name that my mom is around. So yeah. they say, like, she was like very because again because of her mom not their mom not being like that way with them, like she that was important to her that she yeah. she show up in that sense. So you're right. I'm not saying like they weren't doing the best. Like I get that oh, yeah. that they were, but, but to be frank, also <laughs> to be frank, their best wasn't good enough. Like I'm, yeah. I'll actually go that far. Like I don't, I don't mean it as any disrespect. To be very frank, like their best wasn't good enough. Um, like I think of something like with my even talking about my dad being present or like wanting to be around. Like I remember, like the, my first my first period cramps, I was so sick and I didn't. I it didn't translate to me that being a period like being on a period also came with cramps. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was sick for some other reason, and it just didn't clue in. <laughs> Like I, I had mean, no understanding of anything. My mom to do still with my doesn't body. understand it because she's never had cramps <laughs> a day in her life. So she actually like gets perplexed when like, I have serious ones. And she doesn't get it. She's never had them. Yeah. But I remember like my dad literally came off rig to come and check on me in boarding yeah. school. Like he it, some some of those things are important. And and another thing that was important to him was he wanted like especially with like with him and my mom separating i think for a lot of families especially in nigeria they tend to do this thing where the girls stay with their mom the boys mm-hmm. stay with their dad because boys need their father yeah that's the thing that they say like, <laughs> that was, i mean i know you know that like, was just being sarcastic yeah, but yeah but he was quite insistent on the th- on us staying together as siblings and that i that is the best parenting decision he ever made period like it's because it's just it has it's the thing that has transcended right it's like it's a thing Mm -hmm. that has even filled in the gaps of where he may not have been able to be the best parent because he was simply not aware like kids tell their siblings things in a way that they don't tell their parents so if you keep them together then and and they're all decent like there's a better chance that they're all going to come through well so like I think I could see the ways like based on their own experiences they decided on certain priorities but overall like I think there's been like overall I I I think there's just a lot better that 
like there's a lot of stuff that could have been done and there's a lot of stuff that can be done in the present as well that is mm-hmm. being missed out on for a lot of people and i and i just think i think there's a big it's like now we have like we have a generational gap but i think there's also a cultural gap when you think about like the fact that we've probably grown up with some more quote unquote western ideas and ideals of how yeah. certain relationships should be and there might not be a much as much relatability to that and even if there were relatability to that those ideals come with a foundation and a framework like you don't get to beat me then hug me in the same breath do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you can't just shift from one thing to another without th- the work that it takes in the middle thank you <laughs> i say no this reaction is because i kind of had this conversation with my mom this week not about beating per se but my mom like when she's stressed so this came up like talking about her birthday party which mm-hmm. you were around for her 60th when she's stressed and preparing for that party like was really stressful it was for me. quite stressful and again this is probably I remember, another way i remember that, you worked so much like yeah we were supposed to hang out and there was barely any hanging yeah out. this and this is probably even again this is probably like some of that first child things like just being having to be aware of everybody's emotions mm-hmm. and managing and that needs. and i literally carry if i feel tension around me i literally carry it in my body like mm-hmm. i know i've said this before but i Girl, actually same. do not feel at peace same. so i think and it's probably like the firstborn thing but also the growing up in an not an emotionally stable family uh, <laughs> like right and having to like just be aware oh. of the slightest change in the atmosphere and like girl. managing that and acting mm-hmm. a, and patterning yourself in certain ways oh, but anyway like my mom like when she gets stressed like she just kind of like takes it out on everyone mm-hmm. in a way so she will in her mind she's like according to her she's like well when i really and i realize like if i talk to people i'm gonna be harsh on them for not a reason that's related to them so i just keep quiet except in mind i'm like you keeping quiet actually doesn't help because mm. you're saying a lot you're you claim your like, silence like, your silence right you're saying, saying a lot, lot. You're, you're saying no you're saying you claim that you don't want to take out your aggression on anyone but like you're being silent. except like in that i remember that day like preparing for something like she did end up like yelling or taking whatever aggression out on me but the thing with my mom is like again on and on completely undeserved like i'm just like i'm like I'm so none of this is my fault. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what you and so anyway. But with her, when she does that in those situations where she's just going through her own stress, her switch is quick. Like mm. in the next minute, she's like talking to you very normally. Mm. And me, I'm like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Like, like no. Oh, you cannot just have yelled at me for something ridiculous and now. Then and all like, of a sudden, we're buddy buddy. Yeah. And then the switch, I'm like, I'm not there yet. Like. Mm this doesn't make sense to me and so then she'll, she'll be feeling some type of way about me being like Reacting. grumpy or carrying my grumpy face around <laughs> like, like i'm just like i don't i kind of mentioned that to her. i was like yeah i don't know like that for me i'm not there yet like you cannot yeah. just that switch is not you started like this like <laughs> exactly yeah. no i'm the same like i remember i i think it's a pretty common refrain that i heard growing up especially as a teenager was this idea of that like oh i'm the one who like understands my parents the most like i get them and it's like no actually like it's not that I get them or I understand them. It's just that I've actually observed them a lot. And I want, and I don't like, like, growing up, especially through my parents' separation, like, I really, and again, this is something I still deal with. Like, I was think, actually thinking about it a lot this week about how, how a lot of my behavior and the ways I try to pattern myself is to be, like, a positive presence in people's lives like i want to be a positive because i do like i'm just so concerned about being some kind of burden mm-hmm. being some kind of issue because there's 
this awareness that there's always so much else on your plate. There's always so much else going on. So that's the role I try to play with my parents. And I think I have a lot of memories of the moments where I felt like I expressed myself, um, my own like sadness or n anything that could be a negative emotion or was asking for something. Like I mm. always, the response, I'm so, I, very, I have a very visceral memory of the response and the energy I got back. So, so much of my existence in engaging with those relationships is how can I be as unproblematic like again, getting good grades, doing my chores, mm -hmm. not causing any trouble, being a good little girl. Like so much of my entire personality is built around like observing my parental dynamic and like trying to be as unproblematic towards them as possible, understanding their moods, understanding what, piss understanding what pisses them off, understanding what makes them happy, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I've gone through that and it's like, yeah, you could argue that I know you and it means that we can relate on a certain level and we're a certain way. But as I go, as I get older and older and I do the work on myself and I like kind of understand who I am and who I am, it's hard to not have, I don't know that resentment is the right word, but when you understand the, the role that a person played in a certain thing and you're trying to break a cycle you just are like, okay, I'm not there. I'm not there with you yet. <laughs> like the same thing you express. Like I'm actually not the place that you want to be, where everything's pally pally. I were good. I told you stuff, or like, or the place you want to be, where I relate with you in the in the way that you expect, in almost that like over respectful Yoruba way that a, mm -hmm. a child is supposed to relate with their parents in our in our culture i'm like i'm not i'm not there and a lot of the time with our older generation folks you're dealing with an unapologetic bunch oh. like these are these are not folks who they will not say apologize. a genuine sorry like they say I, a lot of people have jokes about like oh they say like come and eat or like they say i'm sorry in other ways and like i think maybe those things work when it's like situational and a thing of a moment like you you snapped at me in this moment i've now stepped away and like now you don't want to say sorry but you've come with a plate of you know um amala and you've made soup for me and da 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 like i think maybe you can get away with it then I don't know that you can get away with the lack of reflection and apology when it comes to some of these these bigger pieces about how you how your conduct has formed someone's personality in a way that they're like trying to recover from. <laughs> like Yeah, I mean I think bigger, like that's like a huge thing. Like those in are a, bigger like, things. Because <laughs> I was gonna say like in in moments, like I know that my mom has apologized, like in moments about like th things growing up as a child, maybe you're looking for something and you yelled and then you found mm -hmm. it and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I found it. Which, again, I, I will say, like, not all parents did that. Like, my stepfather yeah. sure didn't. Um, but, you know, but in terms of, like, what you just said, like, a bigger, like, I've reflected on how I was and I, re like, nah, that's, yeah, a, I that's a huge I, ask. <laughs> I've, I've heard, the stories I hear are stories that aren't related to fault. So, oh, you lost your job. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. then the other stories i hear are sarcasm like 
I, I am okay. I'm so like like genuine sarcastic. Like you're you're demanding this of me. Like I think I, I don't know. It's even hard to express the specific one. Like I think I've heard like oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't the the perfect parent kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I think like that sarcasm of oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't the perfect parent. I'm sorry. I didn't do this your way. Or, I'm sorry. That's that. A genuine sorry to a little or a big thing I can't say I've ever heard it and to be honest I don't know that I would forget it if I did this is why I don't think it's happened yeah, because you... if I'd heard it I will. Ho- I know I will latch on yeah no, I... <laughs> so... <laughs> and also it's interesting because if that kind of sorry came that kind of there is going to be met with so much grace because if, I, if I'm really thinking about the fact that our parents were really okay. My mom was older than I am now, but like your dad was like our age, Abby, right? No, I don't know he's how. He's a bit older. He had, he was thirty when my brother was born. Okay, but still, like, I mean, we're so close but, to thirty, but, right? And, and, and also, just like a, we're we're growing up too, and we see, we see the ways that we're not our best to people in our lives when we're not at our best. Right, like, and so it's so like, there's a lot like of I feel like they really like just talk to us very honestly. Like, there's just a lot of grace that to be like, you know what? Because even without that, like, I can think about it and be like, yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need. Must. I don't think I even at this point. I don't need. Yeah, of sorry. course. Like, I don't think like either of us do. Mm-hmm. We've somehow like, especially since when you make your peace, you know that it's never going to come. Like, you have to make your peace and move forward. Yeah. So I don't know that. Way. But I'm just saying that if it did, like. Because even without that's what I'm, that's even my bigger point that even without that there is a level of grace if I really think about it yeah. to be like wow like I mean I don't know a lot now right like even I I mean I've told you this like, even as sure as I thought I was about having kids and I still really think I do but then there's also a high level of like do I though because this thing is hard and mm. there's like oh so you know like knowing that all of this is just like trying your best and learning as you go and like g- having that level of grace for them as well like even without the apology which would probably never come like i can really think about it and say like wow you know although again some situations i'm like are oh, you already a grown adult that doesn't make sense yeah. but you know like in some situations i can be like i guess you're just yeah. really just trying to figure just this stuff figuring out. it out yeah <laughs> i think there's i think there's so much grace and i think like I can, I'm happy to apply it. Like, I can't... Every, every once in a while, I reflect on, like, how challenging it must have been in both our families. Like, I my parents were the only divorced people I knew for a very long your time. Your parents were the... Your parents were definitely the first divorced yeah. people I knew. Probably even the only ones before my parents got divorced, yeah. too. And I guess, to be fair, they were technically... Sep- they, they were separated for a long time before they got divorced. But, like, I didn't know any other people. Like... It, it was I can't stress how like the concept of divorce was like an unfathomable idea to me as a child like, I don't even think I knew that word I didn't I don't think I knew the word I don't think I knew of like separation I just again and also my parents both being so like I mean being like literally in charge of a church mm-hmm. um, as religious people like it did not even factor in my thinking even when things got chaotic and chaotic they got very very like i saw some awful dreadful things that i wouldn't wish on anybody to experience or see through that process and i'm like even through that i just didn't even fathom that like people could just not be together 
So I just think, like, I have a lot of sympathy for what it would be like. I mean, I think I have, a, like, particularly, like, for both of them, because it's like you're, ex- you're going through uncharted ter- territory in a culture and in an environment that is not set up to be accommodating towards it. Yeah. But I had, I, like, as time goes on, I have a, a really significant deal of, of um, sympathy towards my mum. Because in what Nigerian culture demands of women in a marriage, like the failure of your marriage is your failure Mm -hmm. more so than it is a man's. Like the failure of your marriage is your failure as a woman, is your failure as a Christian. It's just your failure in so many ways. And there's no there's there's no framework for accept. Like you get shunned. Like oh. you don't have, you're not, you don't have access to the same networks and friendships. I mean, like, I told you how that happened with my mom. Just get like literally, people saying like, "Oh, let's abandon her and see if she can like exist by yeah. herself." So like, we lost all our family. It felt like we lost all our family friends like, in like a day. It was it was terrible even for us, the kids, because. Yeah. Because the thing was, with all of those people, my dad wasn't the maintainer of the relation, mm. those relationships, like with our family, friends, mm. right? Like my mom was the one who maintained all those relationships. So when they actually split, like we couldn't have the same relationship with my, because my mom was shunned and we couldn't like, she was the one who maintained them. My dad like didn't yeah. really do anything. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, so I feel you. It's like, you just get shunned. I, I know that I didn't experience this as much, but I know that my sister has memories of like, actively like i sensed it i sensed the distance of other people from us as kids but my sister has outright like experiences of people being like oh no we're not like don't be don't be her friend or don't be friends with those people don't be close to those people because of the kind of family that they come from like they come from a family of divorce like again in a culture where you know we don't have like these modern times in these here 21st century times like my perspective on divorce is obviously transformed i'm like please do not stay there's no need to do stuff ahead again like if it's not working especially like in a lot of nigerian ones it's literally it's not just oh we're we're not in love anymore it's literally like somebody is beating somebody somebody is cheating on somebody somebody's disrespecting like it's usually a level up yeah than just regular dissatisfaction the tired rhetoric or like oh for the children for the i'm like please the children will be okay like they will actually be all i'm saying like my mom should have left that situation like honestly it's not great in general like they should just have like my i won't be all right it's interesting like obviously as you know in my scenario like quite frankly my mom should have pieced out of there but again, your whole identity as a woman in the 90s yeah. is literally built around your family, your children, and succeeding, looking at least appearing successful in that. Mm-hmm. So, but like, yeah, like now, I, when I hear someone's getting divorced, more times it's a celebration thing. Mm-hmm. It's because we know, like, things are going to get better for you. In general, it's people leaving really, really terrible situations yeah. and freeing themselves to um, embrace other opportunities, a fuller, better life on their own terms, especially when you think about how the world has changed so dramatically. Like, so many um, women, and probably even men, but a lot of women would have gotten married under circumstances where they just felt like 
they needed to. And they would have dimmed their lights a lot. They maybe would not have pursued a lot of things in their career yeah. or whatever that they would have pursued otherwise. So I'm like, yeah, you go mostly, girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. even, and because still in our culture, at least, it's not a decision that people still come to lightly at all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that in Western cultures it is still, but, you know, there's definitely some people where it, it feels as if, well, if it doesn't work, we'll just get a divorce, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that... And I, I think that, there's also an element where it's, like, perfectly acceptable. And again, I think this is f- right and fair, where it's, like, it's okay to just... Like, it's very normalized in Western cultures to just to get a divorce because you're not happy. Yeah. Like... But, yeah, but my point is, like, in our culture still, like... <laughs> in a situation where if it's like oh it's just like I'm not happy situation people will be like, like oh you, oh, you, were, will, you were expecting to be happy yeah, <laughs> yeah people will still not I feel like most people in our culture will still not go and get a divorce because mm-hmm. oh yeah we just grew apart I'm not happy anymore you know I don't think that people will like, so my point being that yeah you're right like it's still something that people are not getting to lightly at all I just continue to be prayerful that we are <laughs> I watched you, you you don't watch The Crown. I've mentioned it to you many times, but you I will, should. I will eventually. Like you absolutely I think you'll really like it. Um yeah. But anyway, I was just watching it and I'm like you watch the whole thing and you kind of see this these families that we see this family make the same mistake over and over again. The same mistake and you're just like you people are cursed. The only way to describe what is happening like black people, African people will say that there's a generational curse on there family and again it wouldn't surprise me they vex a lot of people all the babalahos and the witches and the wizards of the many cultures and the many formerly colonized all the native americans like all the native um and indigenous cultures of all the world have a bone to pick with that family so it between all of us and our juju yeah it wouldn't surprise me there were some real generational curses and hexes placed on that family for sure um but like you see them make the same mistake over and over again over several generations mm-hmm. and sometimes i i i i'm sure i overcompensate because <laughs> i overthink it but mm-hmm. sometimes like i don't know i'm just i'm just very aware like i just don't want us to have those same even when i look at our our relationships as as siblings or as cousins like i just again it's just the kind of thing i pray against (sighs) (laughs) like noah for real oh my gosh this was a difficult conversation to put out in the world yeah i definitely agree with that i think it was hard to decide you know what what makes sense for public consumption like we have these conversations and we have them out of the privacy and trust of our relationship and there are there are things that people don't say to other people because they (laughs) you know it's not appropriate to say them to other people um so it's definitely like dealing with that is hard yeah and one of the reasons why this was difficult was really just kind of balancing the respect mm. and the love that we have for our family and also just making sure that we were being fair in our portrayal of our experiences. Um, so there was definitely a lot that went into into putting this out and I hope that you 
got something out of it or maybe you could relate in some way if you actually could it would be great to hear some feedback on this one so that we know that we're not in this by ourselves i definitely agree like it was really challenging and i hope that people can relate like we we speak honestly because we like we know that we can't be the only people in the world having the same experiences that we're having and so it's important that other people you know hopefully hear it and feel less alone in dealing with some of the challenges and dynamics that come with you know being from any family and having the cultural expectations of specifically being in a nigerian family as well um so i i would love to know growing up were you considered the good kid or your family yeah I and think... even now maybe you can tell us about even now <laughs> maybe you're still the black sheep that's fine too yeah and also just what your experience has been um dealing with family expectations like i'd like to hear about that um have you found it more challenging as you've gotten older have you become more comfortable with you know maybe sometimes disappointing or stepping outside of the expectations um that your family has set we'd love to hear all about that actually these this this time the questions are really like i want i want some comfort from the responses <laughs> yeah, again, please just whatever you think let us know you don't understand the turmoil that we were through and putting this out so whatever like really tell us please so that we can hear back and actually gain some comfort back from your responses yes please 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 and thank you all right well thanks for listening again hopefully you join us next time in the room all right (laughs) okay bye all right because this has been heavy it has talk later all right love you bye love you thanks so much for listening are you me was created by the two of us It's edited by our sister Misha and produced by our friend Falaran in partnership with Yawa. We love you guys! The music was produced by the incredible David, a.k.a. Dalet. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when we drop a new conversation. And if you liked what you heard, give us all the stars and a good review. And also, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send us an email at ayumipodcast at gmail.com. We send out periodic newsletters with fun bonus content. Sign up on our website at ayumipodcast.com. Take good care of yourself. Till next time, this has been Are You Me? Me?